And we are live from the Lucky 13 studios in the back of Lucky 13 in front of the Lucky 13 stage. And we got fucking Jamal over here. Yo. We got D-Rotten behind yo, the fucking yo. scenes. And we got our very good friend Alex Haber here. Fucking Captain Hot fucking Topic. It's good to be back. And I'm, <laughs> I'm very impressed by the professional and the upgrades and equipment, I got to say. Thanks, man. Yeah, we're all professional now. Thanks all D, man. He's, yo, yo. Uh, he's got it on lockdown. But, you know, whatever. We started like three minutes early because we were missing too much fuck podcast we're gold. Talking too there. much, bro. Well, we were talking too much shit. And I found out some personal shit about D that I'm disappointed in. And, <laughs> Dude, and, come uh, on. I was just I disappointed in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, you're breaking my heart, man. You're breaking my heart. He doesn't like ACDC. Broke my fucking heart. Oh, fuck. It's fucking boring. <laughs> I, I, I mean, with all due respect, I, I agree. I mean, you know, it's... Look, I love some songs. Uh, again, Ride On the from a very early ACD songs. A great song, but... After Back in Black, I, it's all the same. I thing. love Kiss. Yeah, you know, come Kiss, on, come me some fucking slack. Kiss had, right. yeah, and Kiss had, but Kiss also had more diversity in their sound. Too. Kiss is Kiss is fucking top five rock and roll bands of all time. Yeah, yeah. Kiss did have diversity. I wouldn't listen as I as I look at the, <laughs> like as I look at all those bands like Kiss and ACDC and. You know, the Ramones, they're all like starter, good starter metal bands or starter punk rock bands. You know what I mean? It's, no. a, it's, it's the gateway drug to fucking the real shit, you know? Fair enough. Yeah. Thanks, Fair Alex. Enough. I grew up with, yeah, I grew up with the emo shit. So yeah. Well, you're yeah. the youngest. How, uh, how old are you now? I'm, uh, I'm 28. God damn. He's getting a, when you knew Jamal? I'll be, I'll be fucking 30 in a month. God. Uh, he's looking at his watch to see. Do you have a calendar? <laughs> <on the way>? yeah. <laughs> I, I do as I'm at it. When you first met me, I was 22 out of college. Yeah. Yeah, he was a baby. Damn. He was yep. a baby. I was only a year into being allowed to drink. Yeah. Came in here like a little kid, still had his thumb in his mouth. And fucking. Well, Captain Hot Topic, how the fuck did you find this fucking glorious place? I came here uh, in an attempt to win back my ex-girlfriend but I instead I fell in love with this place and forgot <laughs> the original and that is a true story that's sounds good like, sounds like a hot topic story oh, <laughs> oh first thing I I was listening to Tears Don't Fall on the way here so. yeah and he, then he just sat at the corner of his bar cry, at the corner of the bar grinding into his beer with my girlfriend yeah now we fell in love with it so no. and now and then I fell in love with this place yeah. and the rest is history well and it you know man and it's cool to see Alex go from this young kid coming in here like you know wide-eyed and, and and excited and and then going and like dude you've interviewed so many fucking people shit, like dude. so many people have you seen have, have you, you lo- fucking new york yeah man yeah. i watched that shit man have you looked at like his his resume man there's so many people that i'm just like wow how the hell i wouldn't have that? the balls to talk to half of the fucking Me neither. You talk to. i you know i get nervous asking alex to be on the podcast never mind freaking <laughs> you know doing a doing a uh i get know. nervous asking you to be on the podcast that's why i you know, I thought uh, the, you know just commenting on the podcast was, yeah. was is is an honor. You know, and I'm I'm still doing that right now. You know, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, writing as we're live on here. Yeah, it's good. He's asking us questions while we're up. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Oh, uh, but yeah, man, it, you know, it, it, he has. He's done a lot of interviews. Who's the most excited you are to to interview? Well, my favorite band of all time is Lacuna Coil. So uh, inter- interviewing uh, uh, Christina and Andrea at their record label was the most surreal. Experience and where, where's yeah. that tattoo? Oh, the Lacuna Coil tattoo. There this we one. go, right in between the Avatar and the Zelda tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, My, this I call this the Millennial Left Arm. <laughs> I love it. Yep, I love it. Yeah, yeah fucking uh, yeah, man. So it, you know, 
What else? Give me somebody else you're uh, uh, nervous to interview. Uh, Max Cavalera, uh, four times now I've interviewed him. Nice. Uh, first time I was like, holy shit. Like, but do, do you got to go through Gloria to talk to him, or you just go right through him? Uh, so every band has a publicist, either an in-house publicist at their label or their own publicist with their own company that they work with. And mm-hmm. then if they say yay... Uh, cool. Here's the tour manager contact uh, interviewing Max. Uh, I had to, I got approved by their publicist, and then they gave me Gloria's number to like oh, arrange shit. the time to meet up with her and everything. And you know that whole Cavalera family is uh, super cool. Like it's every time you know there's a great Cavalera show, including uh, that fantastic Beneath the Remains Arise Man, show. Fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it's always a party. You know uh, Max's son Richie uh, is such a great guy who's also in a good band. You should look up his band Insight. That's I've heard they were really good. I haven't heard them. Yeah, they're like kind of like Lamb of Gotti in a uh, way. Little a lot of groove in there and stuff. And uh, and you know Gloria's awesome and everybody is just involved. So the Cavalera shows are always good. Um, and then you know. I will say that doing the interviews over Zoom throughout the pandemic was a little on the anticlimactic side when you're interviewing somebody. I thought I was, you know, part of me was a little relieved, like, okay, I don't have to go through venue security while I'm doing this or, you know, reach out for the tour manager contact. But nothing is more annoying than when they're in a great story and then, like, the Zoom connection cuts out for, like, like 20 seconds and you miss it and... Who, who who are you interviewing when Jeff fucking walked by and saw his back? Oh, <laughs> oh good, good, idiot. good tiger, good tiger. That was that was good. I like good tiger too. Uh, yeah, well, that was so fucking embarrassing. Yo, so we were we played at the Gramercy and and uh, yeah, and you know we were, there's a green room back there, whatever. And yeah, Alex was in there interviewing Good Tiger, and I'm fucking drunk, man. You know what I mean? I'm, I just played, I don't know if we had gotten off stage, or it was pre-show or whatever, but I know I needed a couple, we were playing on Gramercy stage, so I needed some beers to settle my nerves. I wasn't drunk, I felt nice. But I remember Alex and the guy from Good Tiger are sitting on the couch, like having an interview, and I come sneaking in, and I'm like, I'll be quiet. And I like walk right across, I just thought they were fucking doing, I didn't know they was doing a, like a video, so I like walk right across the fucking screen I see him and Alex both look at me like yeah dude really and I walk over and I get a beer and I fucking walk out oh man I feel like such a dick it's still on YouTube the the, the ass of Jeff Blanchard but you know what you Uh, reminded me because I was wearing the eyes of the sun uh, t-shirt but I was wearing my hoodie over it so that reminded me to pull down the sweater of my hoodie and plug you guys well that's good that's good so in the the end you you got some promotion out of that fucking dope it it was a (laughs) I'll never I'll never forget you look so mortified when I showed you that video oh I was horrified I'm like thinking about it I'm getting red now I'm like what a dickhead <laughs> and, and, and if you hear it the microphone picked it up a little bit and yeah. you like hear in the back sorry man I'm just getting a beer <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I was wondering why, like, dude, when I walk by them, the looks on their face, like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> you know what though? Even though there are like, those are like, I look at uh, things like that with such smiles because it is so natural. I remember interviewing Ginger before they really blew up. This was their first North American tour, and apparently, I was their like first North American interview or whatever. No. And I was interviewing them in like the worst spot at Irving Plaza, but it was the only place I could go. And a security guy walked by and like kicked the tripod over so the camera like pointed down. Awesome. So we finished the interview like squatting down. It was like on the way out. And like, you know, those, you know, you're pissed about it at the time, but then you just look about it and laugh because it, it makes it natural. You yeah, know? what are you going to do? Yeah. It's cool too seeing your progression from going, you know, when, when, when it first started watching Alex. What are we doing, D? 
Oh, Alex, lower your volume on your phone. Oh. I was oh. wondering when we got fucking... Oh, <laughs> it was playing... It I was, was like sitting there like, what the fuck is that in the background, dude? <laughs> it was, I was playing the podcast. Yeah, I thought we were in the elevator. Um, yeah. But, no, but it was cool seeing your progression going from, from you know, in the beginning, you can kind of see you're a little tight, and then now it's very natural for you too, which is good yeah, for you, man. I started off as a SoundCloud journalist. That's why I have all these tattoos everywhere. Yeah. How the fuck did you come up with the whole heavy New York fucking name, theme, and all that shit? Man, that's just fucking mad pro, bro. It's just you or uh, you got a team. It was, it was completely just me. That's why I, I'm kind of like on a bit of a hiatus from it because I did over 2,000 interviews last year and the year before and the Man. year before that. Um, so I just needed to take a break, you know, like because... You need to get yourself a fucking studio and tell those motherfuckers come to you, bro. <laughs> yeah. it, it's not easy, you know, because, you know, it's... You're, you're competing with a lot of other outlets mm-hmm. and... Um, it, or I don't call it... I don't like that term competing, but, you no, know, you like... you got big fast, dude. Like, you fucking... You had the... Like, they put the fucking rocket behind you. Vince McMahon's your ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I mean, the first... Uh, I'll never forget the first uh, Blabbermouth uh, article I got was actually from Rita Haney, and mm-hmm. uh, which was... Uh, really really cool of her and uh you know i i i try to be humble about it because it was just like an idea i had you know i loved listening to jamie Joss's podcast and he always had you know every guest you can imagine on it so i started off doing it with like local bands you know the way that you would see all those names i had jeff on the podcast john lamacchio was my first interview you you had my boys concrete dream on your show yeah yeah Yeah. uh they're playing tonight uh at uh at the tonight or or was it last night they're playing tonight Okay. They're playing tonight. Yeah. I sadly can't well, make that it. With Dropout King? Yeah, with Dropout, Dropout Kings. Yeah. I interviewed Dropout Kings, too, and they're really cool guys as well. Uh, that interview got huge, uh, too, as well. But, like, you know, I just, it's, you know, reaching out, hoping you get a yes. If And if you get a, a no, I, I've learned that taking no for an answer is actually going to work in your favor uh, throughout this because you, you can't be too persistent or you're just going to look like a total jack. What made you want to go fucking from local to fucking boom, you know, like bigger fucking, like bigger bands, you know? Uh, I don't know what made me want to do. I mean, I, well, not like, what made you want, like what, like, like you start off local, you said, yeah. what, what was the fucking, you know, like I'm fucked this, I'm going for this guy right here. Bro. So I uh, interviewed a local band uh, and one of their members worked for uh, Napalm Records and they were like saying, listen, you're actually really good at this. Let me introduce you to our publicist, uh, mm-hmm. John Freeman. And, uh, you know, he, you know, he works with all of, you know, these bands and that band. So he connect uh, and he was like, OK, I'll give you a chance. So it, it, he let me interview one of his touring bands that was, you know, decent sized, but, you know, not. As known yet. Yo, and all you led, kids out there be taking notes. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> How to do things. And it just, it, it was like a domino effect. And also going to every show possible, uh, you definitely meet certain people. You know, I'm working with Munzee at Skateboard Marketing now, and he's at just as many shows as I am. So Yeah, and it was funny. You, you know, we would get Alex in here sometimes. Like you just see him in between shows. He's like, oh, I just went here and and now I got to go here afterwards and interview these guys. So I imagine that's got to be fucking exhausting too, like bouncing around. From, it, uh, it was exhausting, but it was part of the fun. I'll never forget where I had to. I was in and out of Brooklyn like three. I was from Manhattan to Brooklyn like three times in one day. Where like uh, I had to do an interview at Vitus, then do an interview at Gramercy Theater, then do an interview at Kingsland, and then there was a show here that I wanted to see. Who's so. shuttling you back and forth? Uh, the MTA. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the MTA sometimes worked in my favor. I would coordinate it accordingly. I was like, okay, if I'm, if I'm going to interview this band at Vitus at four, the so this is all out of pocket. Uh, yeah, well, he's got, no, he's got a driver. It's named Uber. 
<laughs> yep. I, I, I will. I will confess that I was using the Uber on my father's company account. To- <laughs> there you go. Dad's like, "What the fuck is this, French, Alex?" French benefits, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I sent. I, I I just replied to the email, sending him links to the interview, being like, "Here you go. Now make it a tax write-off." Yeah. There you go. There you go. Getting some work done, Dad. You got to plug your dad's thing, by the way. Anyway, since you left early. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Alto Music. Big shout out to my dad for everything he's done for me and everything he's done for the music. And uh, thanks for creating Alex, Dad. Yeah, th- thanks for bringing me into this world. Nice, and, nice. Uh, and I'm working with a skateboard marketing now. Big shout out to Munzee. That's who I was working with today that made me leave early. What skateboard? What do you do with skateboard marketing? Uh, radio promotion. You know, like pitching bands to different radio stations and. Um, you know, also doing some interviews and some press stuff, transcribing interviews. It's a really cool gig. Munzee has been in this industry longer than metal at yeah, this point. Yeah, he's been around a long time. So, you know, working with him is just a, a great experience. Him and uh, Scott Summer, great people. It's a, a kind of my way of learning more about the industry while I, uh, you know, uh, am on this hiatus. Nice. The- and he's uh, it's Long Island based, right? Yep, Valley Stream. Cool. Yep. You go out there every day? Uh, no, just uh, once a week. All right. Yeah, and it's a... It's a good time, and uh, but yeah, do, doing the interviews. It's been uh, good, mainly for just as an artist, a source of artistic inspiration. I would interview bands and then make room to paint. And like, you're in a, you, Alex is a fucking maniac, right? I was so, just what I'm like. He's like fucking. He's like fucking uh, the East Coast Josh Toomey. Well, dude, I don't know who that is, but Alex is the East Coast Alex. Like he's a he, dude. He does so. He's doing these interviews, running around, and like I went to his studio where he paints. Right? I don't know if you've seen his artwork. Have you I seen? didn't know he was an artist. Yeah, you got to check out his artwork. And honestly, he's progressed so much. We got one of his early pieces in the front of the bar, um, but he's progressed so much. He does. He does a great. He it like it's really cool to see, whatever, man. It's good to see you grow up, man, and do Thank your you. shit. But uh, but yo, I walked in his fucking studio. And it's, it, dude, it's a little fucking room. I can't imagine what it looks like now. That was, what, six months ago? Yeah. Walked in his studio, and he's got paintings just stacked, like fucking stacks of paintings that are finished. Like, they're not like, he's just fucking, like, you're a maniac, because you, you can tell you you sit there, and you're banging them out, banging them out, banging them out. And uh, But, yeah, dude, he's got so, you got so much artwork. But it's good, man, because you're getting great. Like, Thank I you. love seeing your progression with the artwork. Too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah. And you, you've done a lot. <laughs> the best line, though, was, uh, what the fuck was it? You gave an art piece of artwork to somebody, and they kind of, like, made a snide comment. Oh, well, I, I gave a piece of art to a Brent from Mastodon, and he said, Says, I lo- and this was a while ago. Like this was before even heavy New York. It was your said, er, it was your early days. Yeah. You were just and he stung. says, "I love how it looks like you didn't put a lot of effort into yeah. it." <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but yo, I mean, listen, his early stuff was amateur. It was, but it's it's he's getting really good, man. And yeah. I'm, I'm pleased to see your yeah. uh, progression with you. Yeah, that was one of the best fucking lines ever. Yeah, that was one of the most memorable. And there, there's a picture of me on Facebook with the band, and he's holding it. Yeah, <laughs> like nice. he's holding it, like looking like all like, "What the fuck is?" Yeah, the fuck am I gonna do with this? <laughs> uh, good, but good. no, you become a, you've come a long way. It was cool. Thank uh, you. It's good, man. Yeah. Thank you. But Thank uh, you. it's good. You're always doing something, keeping busy. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're fucking young. You should be. Like I'll always stuff. I'll always be Captain Hot Topic though. I might get that gangster style across. Dude, you gotta bro. You gotta yeah. get it across the stomach. Captain I think you gotta. I, I think you should be wearing bondage pants, baggy bonded pants all the time if you're gonna rock that black name, tape you know wrapped I mean? around your fucking that's, shirt. And yeah, shit. that's that's more industrial than it is emo. Yeah, but no, listen, it was there was that it's borderline. Mix. Yeah, it was borderline. There was a mix of like you know every listen every fucking buddy who went to a Slipknot show or stuff like that had like baggy bondage pants on at one point. Oh, yeah, but the thing is, is like uh, when I was like in high school, the trend was uh, 
All the band logos had fucking bubble letters. Everybody was wearing skinny jeans, uh, a, like a thousand colored wristbands, and everybody for some reason kept writing the word "rar" on their hand. Yeah, I what the that. fuck yeah, was that? that? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was about. What the fuck is rar? I have no idea. It was it, that's what, some emo shit. That's what the yeah. kids were doing back then. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you should yeah. have wah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You know, back, back, you know, my chemical romance is back now. Back in the early days, I was borrowing my mom's eyeliner, and now I'm just going to borrow one of the go-go so dancers' what is that, eyeliner. So what is that? Like, my chemical romance is like, like, bullet for my Valentine and shit like that? All Th- that's, that's the shit that I grew up with. That's, okay. like, my generation. See, that's his ACDC and Ramones oh, okay. and, like, starter music. You know what I mean? Everybody, like, Linkin Park. Everybody had I two. love Linkin Park, dude. Th- there, were, there were three. Look at Jeff's look Lincoln at Park. me. Dude, yeah, of course, man. You're 45 years old. I love you're Linkin Park, God damn it. Oh, my Hybrid Christ. Theory is you're not that far album. behind me, bro. <laughs> Hybrid, Theory, Hybrid Theory is my favorite album of all time. Are you a Linkin? You got to be a Linkin Park fan too. I'm I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't say fan, but I could appreciate a handful of. Them. That was your starter metal, also. No, not necessarily. I went straight to the fucking gutter when it comes to metal. All right, but, but, <laughs> but still, like you know, it's getting your your your, your you know eased in a little bit with you know and. And Dave's 25, 45 years old, man. I don't <laughs> fucking see you rocking out in your yeah, fucking... Yeah, I, I, like, I like grunge, punk, new metal. I you got know. it. You were rocking out your Jankos yeah. and fucking... <laughs> no, I never had a pair of Jankos, man. Never had Jankos, bro. You know, you know yeah. what? You know what? If people like to crap on, you know, new metal and... People like to crap on new metal and emo, right? I just want to point out... I'm seeing My Chemical Romance on their reunion tour. They are they sold out the Milton Keys, which is like a 35,000 cap soccer stadium. They mm-hmm. sold that out three nights in a row. And wait, what country is that? Oh, uh, UK. <laughs> yeah, and, but listen, man, listen, I bust balls about it. But I listen, I love all types of music, and this occasionally I fucking. What's that fucking punk. song you always sing during karaoke, man? I mean, that's totally <laughs> close. Totally close <laughs> that's some Bonnie Tyler shit right there. <laughs> that's shit my mom listened to. Yeah, you know, for, you know, I had to take before I got into like you know, I've always said if it wasn't for Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park or the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance, I wouldn't be into Tomb of the Mutilated by Cannibal Corpse. Or- oh, exactly. Yeah. And listen, all, all that stuff. And listen, I mean, that's got a heart to it. You know, I'm not, I'm not bashing. Listen, I'm going to goof on, on, on fucking D for love in Linkin Park, but you know, yeah, like well, really, I'm just fucking busting his balls. Yeah. But you know, and listen, I like all types of shit now. And like this, uh, whatever, man. This, you better let me DJ the My Chemical Romance. You could totally party. DJ that fucking. Uh, they're playing. Thing. They're playing Barclays Center. Uh, September 10th and 11th. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, we are. I'm so gonna DJ. I'm gonna wear the guy liner and nice. I'm gonna play everything. Did you just say guy liner? Yeah. Fuck guy yeah. Liner. What the fuck is that? He's gonna wear a guy liner and wear his man pawn. Get a get a hair piece that just goes down over one eye. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, puberty wasn't on my side with my still never ending love for emo. I got the fucking receding hairline. I look more like more like David Draymond than. Well, Gerard I mean, if you Way. get the thing going down, you right. could be like have a misfits look, bro. Oh, by the way, I stole that line from Alex. The, the down with the sickness line. Alex fucking said that to oh, me. Oh, he's the one He fucking created it, and I totally stole it, and I've been using it ever since. It's great. You haven't heard other people use that line no, this the whole f- pandemic? Dude, you're the, well, no, 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 no. But, but when I got, I was actually sitting with the guy from Disturbed. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, you know. and Oh, dude, he had me dying that fucking. He's like, I was down to sin. <laughs> you're fucking with this guy. The irony, bro. The fucking yeah, irony of that, man. For yeah. real. Yeah, and a shout out to Chris Santos because he's the re- he's the reason I got an interview with David Draymond nice. over the phone. That was uh, surreal because that band is often pretty untouchable. Ah, yeah, they're huge. Yeah, man, stadium so. shit right there. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I remember seeing them and and God, it, I mean, it was a fuck. A friend of mine was there to interview them, and um, 
uh, I got to go to the show, and and I'm not a big disturber. I respect it. I think they're talented. they're good live, dude. They're good, dude. Live. They were great. They were great, and it was funny seeing the two rows of like Hasidic Jews in the front row with the fucking they had their hats going. Get the fuck out of here! Oh yeah, really? Swear to God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, wild. They, it's, they're not new metal. They're Jew metal. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jewish. He can say that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they were great though, man. They, he put on a good. He's got an amazing voice. He's got an amazing guitar player is fucking awesome. dude. I, yeah. I saw them at the bow, the Bowery. I think the one right across you from uh, from uh, the metal. No, not the metal. The one right across you from fucking um, the Garden. Yeah, right there. I saw them. I saw them there, and they fucking they had Phil on stage, and they were doing a fucking Pantera song. Oh, nice. They covered his eyes, bro, and he was doing a dime solo like it was fucking nothing. Oh. Blindfolded. Yeah. Bro. The only thing I was disappointed with Disturbed when I saw them was they had no stage show. You had the this giant. I mean, I forget where it was. It was it like was the it recent or no? This has got to be fifteen years ago. Oh, and and they've been going for that long. You know, yeah, what no, I mean? they started in two thousand. Their yeah. first album came out in two thousand. Yeah, it was probably fifteen years ago. And um, you know, I don't know what they do now, but I mean, they're st- they had this big giant fucking stage, and there was nothing going on. They had like a little walkway, and he was walking up and passing. Stuff, well, but I don't yeah. know if they do anything now. Oh man, but uh, disturbed is a good time, and um. Uh, fuck, what was I going to say? I was going to tell a really good story about Disturbed, and it totally uh, slipped my mind now. Oh, their first tour ever. I know what their first tour lineup was. You're not going to believe this. Wow. It was Danzig, Hatebreed, Six Feet Under, and them. Wow. Uh, that was their first lineup. That's that they- a fucking weird lineup. Yeah, that's a weird lineup. But, you know, I mean, what, so what year was that? That This was like in 2000. They just put out the sickness. All right. Like David well, Draymond still had hair. That's how I long. love the way he says they just put out the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, man, like, especially like the 2000s, though, man, that, you know, music was, at, metal was in a weird place right there. Listen, I saw Candiria open up for Merciful Fate. Um, they're back. To, yeah, they're back. They're, back. they're doing a tour. And they put uh, out, they're putting out new music, too. Yes, they are. Uh, a friend of mine just sent me a live clip of, of, um, of Merciful Fate's uh, set live. They played now. a new song live. I know that. They yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they sound great. But, dude, I mean, I, I so Merciful Fate, it was Candiria opened up for Merciful Fate. And, dude, there was, I don't know, maybe 40 people there. There wasn't that many people there, you know? But now, I mean, Merciful Fate's going to be able to fill Gramercy or maybe someone bigger. I don't even know. I mean, King Diamond sold out the King's Theater. So I, I, that, I can only imagine what Merciful Fate will sell out. Yeah, too. Merciful Fate's going to Com- do well also. Comeback tours always, like, do well. Yeah. Again, like, before My Chemical Romance uh, broke up in 2013, they didn't even sell out Terminal 5. Do you really? know My Chemical yeah, Romance? Yeah, and now... Yeah. And yeah. now they're and now they sold out every fucking stadium in the Get country. The fuck out of and it, it's been sold out since they announced the tour in 2020. What year did they break up? They broke up in 20, 2013. Uh, a year... And it's funny, too. Here's, here's a story you'll like. So Gerard Way... As an alumni from my college, I right? I like that story. You don't? <laughs> you, know, you know the story. No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just busting your balls, guys. Uh, so Gerard Way is an alumni from my college, School of Visual Arts. Now, orientation week, when I was a freshman there, it looked like fucking Warped Tour. There were so many. I've never seen more of My Chemical Romance shirts in my life. Everybody was still dressing. They were playing the music. Mm-hmm. And there were people who were going to that school just because he went there. Okay. They broke up. That year, in 2000, 2012 to 2013, they broke up in 2013. Mm. I have never seen New York City, like th- that environment, more depressing. And like, I just, it looked more devastated than after Hurricane Sandy. Like, they were offering counseling for people. Uh, serious? Yeah, because they broke up. So a lot of those people <sighs> dropped out. And like, Even fucking emo. They should just put on some cure, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, uh, and I mean, I'm like, you know, there's other great music like Joey Z and Allen of Life of Agony went to my school. How about really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I have to say. So speaking of like like throwback shit like that, that show that show that I went to. So I went to the show called the. It was the Carolina Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and it was, it was, dude, it was great. A nuclear assault headline, which I missed because I got a fucking migraine headache and I had to leave. I thought you were going to say the Carolina, the Carolina wine mix. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds like a sex move. But like, um, who else played? False Prophet played, uh, Demolition Hammer. That um, video you put up in M was fucking good. Dude. Oh, yeah, it was Demolition Hammer. Shit. It was fucking great, man. And dude, it was so funny to see these kids dressed like there was 1986 these fucking young like 18 year old kids with like bangs and yeah. long hair and white high top sneakers <laughs> and fucking like yo it was pretty freaking awesome man sounds like a megadeth show back in the dude, day, dude I, I felt like i was at a mega megadeth show back in the day and i'm like looking around i'm like wow this is pretty cool man and like listen you had dudes from all like there was all different types of metal bands there so it was like you know, there was another band called Nasty Savage. I don't know if you know Nasty Savage. They're old school. I've heard of them. Old school Tampa, Florida band. But, I mean, they were back in, like, you know, way back, 80s, early 80s. Um, you know, and it was just cool to see the fucking metal community. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it just made me really proud of this scene. They're out like, there, bro. There's not that many in America, but they're out there. You know, they're out there. Listen, this was in Greensboro, North Carolina. I was in the middle of nowhere. You know, it felt like it anyways. Um and dude, it was a nice. I mean, there was quite a few people there, man. It was a nice fucking crowd, and uh, yeah, it Speak, was just. And you mentioned nuclear assault. You know, this Saturday is our last show forever, right? No, really. Get the fuck yep. out of here. Yep, the Decibel uh, Beer Fest in Philly. That'll be their last show ever. Uh, you're fucking killing me. I because I missed them. Uh, I was like, I was there, and dude, I was drinking beer all day long, and I got a fucking migraine headache, and I'm like. I'm like, dude, I gotta go. And we had to get on our bikes at 7 o'clock in the morning and fucking ride back to New York. So I was like, dude, I just can't sit through nuclear assault. My head's pounding. And I was like, ah, it's nuclear assault. I said, they're fucking, they'll play New York again. And really, they're done? Yeah, th that this Philly show will be their last show ever. So, uh, Alex, you're always breaking my heart, brother. Always breaking my heart. Don't shoot the messenger. Well, listen, maybe they'll do a reunion, reunion tour in a couple of years and then make that money. I saw nuclear assault once. It was municipal waste, them. Uh, Toxic Holocaust and Haunt uh, was at Warsaw. That was by far one of the best thrash shows I've ever seen. Listen, I got a fucking soft spot for thrash and like nuclear assault. I love nuclear assault and I love municipal waste. I think is great too. They're a lot of fun, man. They're great. Fun. They're, yeah. they're a lot of power trip. I love power trip. Rest power trip peace, was Riley. awesome. Yeah, man. They were a great band. Yeah. Uh, that was a shame what happened to him. Yeah, but, but you know it's funny those bands they kind of bring me back to the freaking eighties when I first started listening to the shit. Municipal Waste and Power Trip, the two of them. Yeah, and uh, death metal I would say is in really good hands right now. You have Undeath, that's a brand new death metal band. Don't know them. They're if you'll love this band, Undeath yeah. they're called. Uh, you know Gate Creepers. Oh, I love it. Gate Creeper. Gate Creepers killing it. You know uh, Blood Incantation is killing. What, what, it. Like, what were they fucking smoking when they come up with these fucking names? Just sitting in the basement, bro, coming up with these names. Yo, Gate Creepers a gate great fucking name. But but you know it's not easy anymore nowadays, man. So many fucking band names have been taken. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like to you know to be to be original with your Sounds band like names. Sounds like a fucking horror movie though. Yeah, I mean to be original with your fucking band names is tough. I mean it's death metal, shouldn't it sound like a horror movie? Fuck true, that, true, true. Touche, touche. You should not topic. be able to read it either. Yeah. Ah, it's more black metal. Yeah, I don't know. My my favorite black metal band. Their logo is pretty readable. So, but they're suicidal black metal. So I don't know. What the, the fuck is that? Uh, my favorite black metal band. Uh, so no, my no. What, what's suicidal black metal? It's like. 
they're not singing about Satan or Antichrist. They, they write like a lot of self-loathing lyrics. Um, my favorite black metal band is a band from Sweden called Life Lover. They're not okay. around anymore. Um, but like they are like, I'll just, this will be the most controversial thing I say on this podcast. Their singer makes Dead for Mayhem look like a bitch. <laughs> like they would purposely <laughs> overdose on stage. Get the by, fuck out of here. Just hitting the threshold of what's too much just so they could get the right sound. And like when you're listening to those albums, they're literally overdosing. Dude, that's taking rock and roll to the next level, yeah. man. Uh, listen, man, come on. You had some guys that do that. Dead from fucking, he did it. Uh, I mean, Gigi Allen took punk rock too far. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, like somebody said a couple years ago, bro, like the, oh, the only thing you could do on fucking for rock and roll on stage that hasn't been done is fucking blow your brains out of some shit. And listen, Gigi Allen was supposed to do that. It's kind of fucking, you know, listen, it's fortunate that he didn't do it because he was t- always talking about sticking I think his- he was. I think he was just talking shit. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, who knows? If, eventually, if he got, like, was still going and fucking got, like, a fucked up bill of health, he's like, ah, fuck it. You know what I mean? But Maybe. listen, the more he talked about it, the more popular he but got. Mo- most important rule, though, without great tone, there is only sex and drugs. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right, Alex. That should be the fucking title of your book, it man. Should, that should be on his T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, you know who I fucking saw this weekend, too, was hanging out with? Was uh, Did you ever watch Trick or Treat? The movie, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you ever watch it with no. Mark Price? Oh. Alex, Alex, you gotta nah, go nah, back. Now nah, you're now you're in the shit. No, he's dog not out. though. He's young. He's young. You've never seen it, right? <laughs> Trick or treat nah. with uh, oh. um, with Skippy from Family Ties. Yeah, it Skippy, sounds, it sounds familiar. About yeah, that. it's uh, Ozzy's got a little guest appearance in it. Gene Simmons is in it. I think it's on Tubi. Is it? I think it's on Tubi. You gotta watch. Fuck it. Fastway it does the soundtrack for it. It was great, man. Back in the day, I loved that. Fuck. It came out in 1986. I was 13 years old, and I still got that VHS today. It's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, the but, only the only VHS tape I've ever owned was a copy of the movie Good Burger. Good, Good Burger. Burger. Oh, God, it, fuck. I hope you don't still have it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my parents just moved and they threw a lot of old shit away, so uh, they, they got rid of it. I, I had I had Striper on VHS. You and fucking Striper, dude. You love this fucking Christian metal <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dude, when I was a kid, it was the satanic panic going on, right? Yeah. And it was like, I was going to CCD. You know what CCD is? I, yeah, I did it, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm a good Catholic boy. Um, is that the Centers for Disease Control? <laughs> <laughs> it's where you get touched by priests and like, whatever. It's, it's, it's like, a word? It's like Literally. Sunday, yeah, it's like Sunday school, basically. But you go in after school at some time during the week. Sunday school for your butthole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a fucking enema. It's a Catholic enema. Hey, there's some good Christian There's some good Christian metal out there. Sure. I, I will say. There's a band uh, I really like called Red that's considered Christian metal. And, uh, uh, fucking Brian Headed Welch was fucking down them for a hot minute. Yeah. There's a uh, band I really like called uh, As I Lay Dying, except for uh, that singer. Uh, you know, he wanted to kill his <laughs> wife and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they before that whole situation <laughs> happened, they renounced that uh, whole title. Like, they, they, they said they were only using that label to make money. Who was, I mean, uh, who was that Who was that band that was kind of a, that was supposedly a Christian rock was, uh, we are, we are. Oh, fucking P.O.D., P-O-D dog. P.O.D., yeah. yeah. I think they were Christian guys. 
Yeah, they're they're singers. They're singers. Uh, very very uh, religious. Are they still around? Yes. 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 Come on, I me my boy interviewed the fucking guitar player, bro. How old awesome. are you again? Oh no, you like Pod? I love Pod, man. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh come on, they're, come on. I I feel so We're alive. alive. Come on. For the very first time, yeah. I can't deny. Dude, I appreciate. They wrote the song "Boyaka Boyaka Six One Nine for Ray Mysterio. <laughs> I saw them uh, with. Uh, the first time I saw them, they uh, it was them headlining with Alien Ant Farm, Power Flow, which is like a super group featuring Sendog from Cypress yeah, Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Christian, who used to be in Fear Factory, mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of other guys. Uh, so that's that, a good. That's a hard fucking band, dude. Power Flow. Yeah, yeah but they, they're, they're, I think they're done now. I think they only did. Oh, like, yeah, Cypress Hill's fucking rocking the world now again. Yeah, fair enough. D, I appreciate your fucking. Uh, 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 taste in music. Dude, it's POD a, uh, goes along with the new metal, man. I'm, I'm into new metal. I love Listen, new I metal. loved new metal when it came out. I mean, I loved Cold Chamber and, and that first corn record and fucking. Dude, Cold Chamber's third album's this year. See, I got past the first one and then third, I. See. You gotta listen to. You won't like the second, but the third album's a shit. Yeah, Dark what, Days. That's what it is. I got the first one and I was like. But listen, I go back and I listen to the first Cold, Cold Chamber now. I was 22 or something when it came out and yeah. it's like, it's ridiculous. You know, I'm telling you right now, this, the first album and the third album are like. Night and day, yeah. Night and day, bro. But listen, he did a good job with Devil Driver. Like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't call that new metal though. Nah, fuck no, that's um, just fucking metal, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing with him is his lyrics were corny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I grew up mainly with metalcore. That was the shit that I was more into, more so than new metal. So uh, you know, Kill Switch, all that remains. As I lay dying, as you politely pointed out, <laughs> I don't know. As I lay dying, I still fuck with them. They have some riffs in that fucking. Oh, Nick yeah. Hippa, I will That's say, is the greatest guitar player in that genre ever. Yeah, for uh, sure. So I don't, I don't not- care if the guy wanted to kill his wife. Everybody wants to do it every now and then. He just tried it. He just fucking it. acted on it, bro. Uh, yeah. The, Listen, when- there's certain bands that have, they're fucking catchy, but they're douches. Like, they do douchey things. But, I mean, every, you know? look, look. Everybody deserves a second chance for certain things. Didn't happen. He deserved a second chance. That band Screwdriver. You remember that band Screwdriver? You remember Screwdriver? Fuck Screwdriver. Yeah, dude. dude, but he had some catchy songs. It was fucking horrible, but fucking they had I heard fr- they were fucking super racist fucking. Oh, band. super, dude. It was yeah. fucking horrible. Get caught wearing a fucking... Some dude walked up here with a Screwdriver shirt one time and almost got fucking killed. Like, you can't fucking rock that shit. What are you, stupid? Fuck no. Yeah. yeah. I just... It- if you're going to shit on a band because they have a terrible member or their member did a terrible thing, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But don't be double standard. If you don't want to support As They Lay Dying because of that, you totally have a reason to. But then don't fucking glorify the Super Bowl halftime show where everybody on that stage was guilty of go. domestic abuse. There you so, go. There you go. So, yeah, like, except think, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, except, unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to see As I Lay Dying on a Super Bowl halftime show. So I don't think he has to worry about that. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Maybe. Football. But you know, man, I have to say too, going to that thing this weekend too was nice to see that metal's alive and well, even in the middle of fucking North Carolina. Dude, you, you need to go to like Hellfest or some shit, fucking to Europe, bro. I you'll, do. You'll, you'll have a heart attack with the metal. I do. You know what's so funny, man? Is I always kind of wave off shit because like I just feel like I'm surrounded by it so much here and stuff like that. Uh, that I'm like, ah, I'm just getting old, man. I can't you stand probably, what you, When so you go much. home, you put on some jazz or something? No, I listen to podcasts all day and bullshit and watch murder shows and fucking whatever, you know what I mean? But uh, but I still go back, like, to the, on my way home, I was driving back from Newburgh yesterday, and I listened to Neurosis the whole way home. But, that's a fucking like, great band. Which, I love which, Neurosis. Uh, which, uh, which, which album? Uh, the Eye of Every Storm. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. The uh, What was it? Fires Within Fires, the one that came out in 2016, is when I started getting into that style. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then I went back and listened uh, earlier shit. They're, yeah, they're great. That band is so was so ahead of their time. Oh uh, yeah, they were, and they still they still do good. Man. They were they, on the first Ozfest. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird, like, especially back then, you didn't know where to stick them. You know what I mean? Now there's plenty of bands out there that sound like, like that. Bass player looked like a fucking murderer when he was singing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backups, yeah, yeah. bro. I've fucking don't meet him in a dark alley. Yeah, I yep. sadly missed Neurosis the last time they came to New York. I I skipped out on them to see August Burns Red. Are you kidding but. me? I saw them and I fucking got a contact high and had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm standing there and I was like so excited. I love Neurosis, and I'm standing there and all of a sudden, bro, like the whole place just fills up with fucking weed smell, and I'm like. Um, I feel really uncomfortable right now. I'm getting paranoid. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm totally contact high. I'm like, I saw like three quarters of the set and I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I mean, if you knew that that was the cause, that couldn't have just been something you told yourself. Oh, I knew that was the cause, but now I'm like, fuck, I'm high. You know what I mean? I knew that's what I, at first I was like, ooh, I was starting to feel a little weird. And then it was like, fuck, man, I'm high. <laughs> so yeah kind of bummed me out but yeah i still listen, i listen to you know i'm so bad about like new music nowadays like buying albums where i should be and stuff like that but i do listen to uh You're like 40 fucking bucks dude fuck that <laughs> man yeah you know but i still you know i just i miss the days of having a cd put it in your cd player and then it just goes and you just listen to it and it fucking yeah. gets in your brain and you know it's too easy now to switch the station if i don't like something a band's doing or whatever i switch it to too quickly and not like give the whole thing a fucking chance you know what i mean yeah did you listen to the new fear factory album? i haven't i haven't i actually started yes to, you told me to you told me to listen to it when i was had covid but uh i started a new tv show and i got lazy that's great that new fear factory album i think is the best album since demon effect have you listened to it i listen i listen to all of you, you like know it? i shit it on it before I, I, I do like fucking all this shit you yeah. like them you yeah. like the new record yeah I'm yeah. gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's I think the best thing since Steam Manifest. But I don't I, I personally think my personal opinion, what? not if fucking Burton's gone, should have fucking closed the book, dude. Yeah, personally, but but you know, the problem is There's no money there, bro, without Burton, I'm sorry. Yeah, but <sighs> it I is tell that to Sepultura though. Sepultura's still fucking they don't, going. Yeah, but they make their money worldwide. I don't think Fear Factory has a fucking sure. a fan base like fucking Sepultura they're, worldwide. I, they're one of their biggest sure. followings is in Australia. That's why Dino got endorsed by a by an Australian guitar company. But do you think they're fucking bigger than Sepultura worldwide? Sepultura is fucking... Sepultura and Fear Factory are from like that same Roadrunner movement era. Yeah, but like Sepultura. Yeah, but Sepultura. Yeah, but listen, but Sepultura. I mean. You know, Sepultura was huge in Brazil before they were here. I remember getting uh, um, uh, on VHS. Actually, it was the the Rock and Se- Ring. No, it was it was Sepultura uh, Arise tour. Okay, um, and you know they were playing you know decent sized clubs here. Like um, I don't even know. Probably they probably played Lamore back in the day. You know they were playing you know decent sized clubs, but it wasn't like yo. You watch that video, and they're playing stadiums in fucking Brazil. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Dude, they fucking, they, they sell out like 300,000 fucking people stadiums in fucking down there, bro. Well, stadium. Yeah. There's only one big stadium down there, but they sell it out, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Fear Factory, I mean, when they were touring off of Demanufacture and Obsolete, they were like. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, that was their peak. Yeah, and Sepultura, I believe, was opening up for them. Like at at on some tours, I would think yeah. so. Yeah. So like, Fear Factory was really one of the first bands that combined it, like the aggressive vocals with the melodic vocals. Oh yeah, that, they, yeah, they they were. And yo, know, that first fucking Fear Factory record, I'll never forget the first time Soul I heard it. Soul of a New it, Machine. Soul of a New Machine fucking blew me the fuck away. Corn yeah, ripped them off. From the dum, the dum, the dum, uh, the dum. I don't know if Corn <laughs> ripped. Them off. Listen, Corn fucking started a whole new thing. You know what yeah. I mean? They had that down tuned bass. I actually heard, I don't know how true this is, I heard Cold Chamber was doing it first. 
I heard and, that too, yeah. But yeah. Korn just did it better. And yeah. uh, I think Korn played one show and got signed to a label. Like it was like, uh, it was Interscope, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and th- listen, that first Korn record was fucking the shit. Yeah. I love that first record. Yeah, I just, when people say like that they started the new metal movement and then they like, label oh yeah well, deftones was out before corn you know yeah around the same time and I, I mean all those bands were kind of coming out right around the same time it was corn deftones cold chamber system of a down yeah mm-hmm. system of a down was another one disturbed i wouldn't call it disturbed new metal uh that first album was fucking new metal yeah i guess they, they that day then they went off and did i don't think so because they don't down tune do you ever stand- listen to stupefy or voices it sounds standard or- to me though it doesn't sound like 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 down tuned to like a and shit no you know, but like when you look at doing. the vocals like because i you know when i think of when i think of new metal i think of a lot of bands that incorporate like that rapping vocal style in it and i mean yeah. like david draymond is like let the living die let the living die like <laughs> yeah uh you know what you know what? i saw uh corn on the first tour with uh um, Lords of Brooklyn. Remember Lords Fuck, of Brooklyn? Yeah. It was Lords of Brooklyn and Sugar Ray. Oh, Sugar God. Ray. Sugar Every Ray. Every morning there's well, a hazel well, hazel. You know, Sugar Ray's first album was heavy as shit. It was, it, I wouldn't say it's heavy as shit, well, you, but it well, was heavier than... It was heavy. I mean, it was Mean Machine. That was that big yeah. fucking song off of it. You I, know re- what I, mean? I remember, though, being like six years old when that... Every morning there's a halo <laughs> hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's four-horse bed. I couldn't go into a grocery store or everywhere. my mom's fucking car without hearing that on every fucking radio station. <laughs> Who else were those new metal bands that were coming out at the time? Uh, uh, who else? Um, well, what was that fucking Dry Kill Logic? Remember dry Kill Logic. I love oh, Dry Kill Logic. Oh. Here's a name you all may have forgotten. Spine Shank. Yeah, oh, I remember Spine Shank. That band was. They great, had one dude. good song. No, dude. Spine Shank no. had one good song. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, dry Dry Kill Logic. Funny enough, though, the uh, he the the singer from Dry Kill Logic is a Jaeger Meister rep. Now. Really? Yeah, I met him one time. He only had one album, though, right? Drug Your Life? I think so. Ultra, Ultra Spank? Ultra, Ultra Spank. Spank. I remember Ultra Spank. One Minute Silence? No, I never heard no, I don't know them. them. Um, who else? I mean, I'm talking to the underground. Chimera? Chim- nah, Chimera was more towards, like, the metal chord. Like, they, they were blowing up with bands like God Forbid. <laughs> How about this one, Jeff? Yeah. yeah. Limp Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them at Madison Square Garden a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. How was that shit? So... I don't know what is going through promoters' heads where they think like a comedian going on before a headliner is a good idea, but like they need to stop it. Like oh, Jim Brewer, he didn't want to start that. Well, shit. Jim I, Brewer, Don Jameson, Craig Gass, yeah. all those guys, great, they're good. But they had a comedian go on before Limp Biscuit. I was genuinely worried for the guy's safety. Well, and that's it's kind like, of and I and I wouldn't blame the audience if they killed him. I actually like he wasn't just bad, but I actually had as a I like dying over here, bro. <laughs> yeah, they just did that with uh, with that festival that I just went. To they had Mark Price, the guy from Trick or Treat. Um, was, but are they like the like like, are they like I don't understand like like what, what what's the whole thing of putting a comedian out before See, a band? But the thing is, you know, they listen. They had that guy Mark Price there, who has some metal jokes. You know what I mean? I mean, he did a metal movie. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I kind of get somebody like him doing it. But uh, I don't know to have a comedian before yeah. bands. Andrew Dice Clay went on before Disturbed one time at a festival and it didn't go well. And Andrew Dice Clay is a oh. legend. Yeah. So like. Uh, th- but like, but this comedian was like so. Like, I actually had to take two Advil after his set because I had such a headache. That's oh, weird. Shit. Like, and uh, I will say, when Limp Biscuit was playing, though, I mean, kudos to them. They, first off, they brought out all underground bands on that tour. That's yeah. they could have, you know, brought out Papa Roach or any of those new metal nostalgia bands. They ne- but they never bring out anybody because they want to be the fucking big dogs. They never bring up heavy hitters. With okay, them. but you know what? Good on them. They brought out Scowl, and before that tour, Scowl was playing like 
literally like basement shows. Listen, it's cool he does that though. Tool does the same thing, and I don't think it's that. I mean, you know, listen, if if say Corn and Limp Bizkit went out, that would be fucking sellout. You could double the ticket prices. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, you're gonna have to double the bands. You know, the it's gonna they're probably, cost they're more probably too. charge like four hundred fucking bucks a ticket. Yeah, you're gonna show. sell more T-shirts. You're gonna do more. So for them to bring out a small band is pretty fucking yeah. admirable. Let me ask you a question, Alex. My friend went to the Limp Bizkit show in Ontario, California. He said there was no merch. Ontario's in sale. Canada. I, no, there's I, an Ontario, California too. Uh, well, I mean, I never buy merch when. <laughs> but it's I mean, at, like, did, a he stadium. said Limp Bizkit had no merch, no merch stand, nothing. Uh, I didn't notice it. I just no. I I showed up late for the show and uh, I just watched their set. Limp Bizkit, they played all their hits and very little new songs. Good on them. But mm-hmm. any big band that is bringing out like underground, like My Chemical Romance, is bringing out Devil Master, which is like a black metal band. I love that name. Yeah, they're bringing out like. Uh, they're bringing out like all these under. They're bringing out Youth Code, like all these bands that would like play like venues like the size of St. Vitus. They're bringing that on their stadium tour, and you know, credits where credits do. Any band that does that, I, I think, is a real supporter of the movement. Yeah, I mean, it's called, listen. Tool always brings out. I love that Tool does that. Tool brought out ISIS. They brought out Phantomas. They, you know what I mean? Like they, they brought, they brought out, out ISIS. Tool brought how they, how, they, how, yeah. how they get how they get them into the venue uh, past security? Well, <laughs> Yeah, they brought. I mean, before ISIS was ISIS, yeah. they brought out the band ISIS. Oh, oh, the band. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. I, I they thought. I thought they didn't bring the terrorism to the show. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Tool Tools had some, uh, you know, interesting stage performances before. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But who knows? Maybe Limp Bizkit didn't want to fucking give the merch to the money, the merch money to the. I well, mean, they didn't. Well, their last album, they only made it on uh, <coughs> on, uh, on 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 MP3 and shit. They never yeah. made any physical. Well, yeah. listen, and, and you know they got to give a big chunk of that money to the fucking stadiums wherever they play. That's why fucking ticket. That's why T-shirt prices are so high. Yeah, but uh, the tickets for that show are cheap. I got my Limp Bizkit ticket for like. After you know, plus the fees and everything like that, the ticket itself was like forty dollars. Wow, and it was That's at, actually and it was at the Garden. I just paid a fucking lot more than that for that North Carolina yeah. fucking metal mask. And Slipknot was too. Also, uh, the the ticket for them at Barclays was also pretty cheap. And thank God uh, because it those weren't cheap. No, nah, dude, I was looking at because I was I you know I was out of town that weekend, but. I mean, listen, if you want nosebleeds, you can pay fucking cheap well, the, tickets. I, I had a nosebleed, but I had the cool nosebleed where there was no seats in front of me. So Stop like, with the cocaine, Alex. You won't get nosebleeds. <laughs> I don't like cocaine. I just like the way it smells. Yeah, exactly. That's what I tell myself all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, security at that show made me throw away my belt and I couldn't come here afterwards because I didn't want my pants falling down on the Fuck fucking that. bar. Fuck that shit. Yeah, dude, because I was looking at ticket price and they were like two fifty a ticket, right? Yeah, and then that's before all the fucking All the fees and, and shit, yeah. So if you wanted, and listen, I'm too old to be going to a show and sitting in the fucking nosebleeds. I'm not that kid anymore. Like so, But I'm also not going to pay $250 to go see Slipknot. Yeah. I've seen him a hundred times, yeah, too. I got my ticket for 40 but it was a nosebleed seat. But it was like a decent nosebleed seat. There was like no seat in front of me so like I just that's saw. great when the band's fucking 3,000 miles Captain away Captain Hot Topic got the hook up yeah got the fucking hook up I didn't have a hook up for that show I used to have a hook up at the Barclays Center the guy, security guy I used to know over there would get us down on the floor no matter what I paid for the ticket so it was kind of nice and he but, didn't make you throw away your wallet chain or no your, he did not that mother yo I got the fucking best picture of fucking Bruce Dickinson like I was like right here and Bruce Dickinson was right there and I paid like 30 bucks for my tickets oh. Wait, probably more than that but they were way in the nose yeah, they, they, I felt very violated by security there I was like I need an adult I need an adult oh that's crazy I don't I, even know what the inside of the Barclays Center looks like you never been in? Nah. what the fuck's wrong with you? 
I work a lot. Ah, you got to go to the Barclays Center. It's in your fucking neighborhood. You got to go in. Yeah, go watch the fucking those fucking fake ass nets, bro. From the I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I've been. I've been. Yeah, I'm not a sports guy, but I've. Next time, I'll get us some sports tickets or something. We'll just go and eat food. If I can get us uh, a once in a while from the distributors, they'll give me tickets for like the um, the box seats up there and shit like that. And you know they treat you like a motherfucking king up there. But if I'll, I'm gonna push my distributors and we'll go one night. I remember when the fucking Barclay Center was just a big asshole in the fucking ground. Yeah, I remember my friend. A friend of mine lived over there, and he fucking got eighty six out of there. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. Ah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, fuckers. What time we got? Um, so what's what's fucking what's on the future of uh, heavy New York, man? Uh, I'll probably get back into the interview game in the summer. I'm actually uh, doing a, a couple test interviews. Uh, uh, Thursday and Friday, so I'm gonna you know get back into it slowly but surely. Just what do you what do you use to record uh, your podcast with these folks? Well, what kind of equipment do you use? I have a cam. If it, if it's in person, I have like a camcorder and like a Zoom recorder for the audio. He's got a VHS camcorder. <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. My, my setup is pretty ass backwards, and it's like very simple. I like it, the camera. It's a camera with a record button, and that's it. And then uh, if I do an interview via Zoom, Zoom has like those features where you could just record the interview. And nice. So. Very simple. You guys can nerd out about the equipment afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you that your setup right here is more professional. Like, yo, you, fucking gangster, right? Yeah. Like, damn. You've been hanging out with purple too much, man. I got to go see purple next weekend. Fucking shit. Uh. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so heavy New York. So, who, so you're going to do some? What's that mean? Test interviews. You're gonna call. Yeah, your, sir, what you is gotta, that? You're gonna call your mom. Be like, hey, mom, can we work on this? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> just uh, you know, getting back into it, like slowly, uh, uh, getting back into the water, like you know, slowly get uh, dunking my foot in there. I, I don't want to go all the way full and back. That's into what it. I'm saying. Give me specific. How do you dunk your foot in the fucking water? I'm gonna do one interview, see how I feel, and then do another interview, see how I feel after that, and slowly but surely pick up more. And what more if you don't feel okay. it? What, what if you're not feeling it? What yeah. are you gonna do? Uh, then I'm just going to write more. And I've been writing a little bit of more satire articles. I'm sorry. That was a dickhead question. Yo, I'm really sorry. Also, about too, though, man. Also, too, Alex. So, I, listen. Alex got... He's also a fucking killer musician. Get the fuck out of yes. here. Yes. Triple threat over Yo, here, Yeah, I meant to mention that earlier. This motherfucker's resume is pretty good. What does he play? What do you play? Uh, piano. Get the fuck out of here. Piano. And he's covering songs. So that he means fucking, you can fucking play everything. Dude. Yeah, I feel like a loser. He fucking hit me up last week, uh, a couple weeks ago. He was like, yo... Listen to this. What do you? It's a death song. What do you think it is? I'm like, uh, get the fuck out of uh, here. I was covering a death song on piano. Yeah. Oh, shit. And he does that. He does this for fun. It's fuck, got for nothing fun. to do. Yeah. It's got nothing going on. I fucking know how to fucking do art. You know, I fucking talk to all these fucking big famous people. I fucking play piano. Yo, fun. you should do a fucking, you should do a show one night of fucking uh, piano covers. Fucking come in here on like a Sunday night. Fucking. Well, you know fuck the yeah. you know those candlelight concerts that have been happening now. Have you seen those? Like, mm. so there's a. This is actually like a very popular type of show now. They do candlelight concerts where you go into this venue. It's fucking pitch black and it's lit up with those fake candles. Okay. But there's like thousands of them everywhere. Yeah, and it's like and a uh, five piece, and they're doing like. Right? Yeah, they're doing like orchestra. They're having like yeah, orchestras seen. or pianos. So maybe I'll hit up the Church of Heavenly Rest where they do this. Be like, <laughs> no, hey, dude. How about I do a couple Sepultura covers? No, under, dude. You got to put a fucking set list together and you do it here. We'll buy a million candles. We'll fucking light them up. You do like a Sunday night show. It'd be amazing. Dude, if you cover a fucking Killswitch song, I'll bring my fucking guitar out. I'll play it with you. I know. Th- yeah. I know. I know uh, three Killswitch songs on piano. Dude, you got you got to look at his shit. Like, send send Jamal some of your shit, this dude. This place would be packed. For I'm like, honestly, I'm getting goosebumps because sometimes he'll fucking put he'll like 
I'll I'll see shit that he does. I'm like, yo, I can't. He's just doing it in his bedroom. Like we should, fucking. We should do some shit. Uh, she do some shit, dude. Maybe. If you, I, I'm telling you, if you did a fucking show here, well, well, like try and come up with some sort of creative stuff in the background, whatever. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but I think, dude, I really to push you on your fucking. I get stage fright. I don't care. You don't have to talk. Stage fright. What's you can be fright? like, you can be like, this was the next song from Death. Go <laughs> do a Jim Morrison. Turn the piano around and have everybody fucking your back facing everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Let Jamal fucking sit on your back. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no, Jamal, sit on top of the. <laughs> Piano. Yeah, I'll sit on a piano. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with a glass of wine. Yeah, yeah, I'll fucking do that. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, get some of Alex's shit. Like, I'll look up some of his stuff. He I'll, does a really. I'll good send job. you my shit that I'm quietly working on that nobody right. fucking knows about. All right, dude, yeah, do that. Collaborate with something, dude. You you should you should not be sitting in your bedroom just doing that. You could do a whole set list, like a nice hour long thing, and promote it. Just you. You don't have to add anybody else. Open up for you or nothing. Just be like an evening with Alex Haber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, that that'll that'll. I mean, dude, it would you'd pull a lot of dude. People would come out. I guarantee you, people would come out. Ooh, emo chicks up yeah. the ass. We'll do it on a Thursday. You do it on a Sunday. Whatever you want. I'll think about it. Think about it. Really, I'll, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll do it at like the end of the year. That sounds like <laughs> yeah. a good like, holiday thing. You know, yeah. what I mean, like, uh, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll at sing. the end, we'll sing Christmas songs. <laughs> Listen, if I can't find fucking five people in the next couple of months, I'm gonna be in here doing a solo show by myself. Yeah, you can do it. Fuck you it, dude. It, you should. You could totally, dude. You fucking you go and you do interviews with these people. You got some fucking balls, man. Get on stage and yeah, do it. How are you scared of stage fright, shit, bro? When you're fucking interviewing all these fucking. People? There's a difference between interviewing somebody who goes on stage than being the person same who's thing, on stage. Dude, it's the same yeah, thing. It's the same thing, man. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Trust me. Just keep telling. No, no, it is. But no, come on, we all we all been on stage. It's the same. I would thing, love dude. to see him do it, man. That'd be awesome. All right, I got some. I gotta work on some covers. I'm like, gonna bust your balls about it. Dude, just put together like ten songs. There you go. See set list. All right, yeah. I, I did just to finish the Fear Factory cover. On you got three with Jamal. Which Fear Factory song you doing? Uh, Regenerate. There you go. Send some Jamal. Can Jock can do a little gets the parents some fucking uh, shit. You know what I mean? Have Frankie gets- come up do a little bit of fucking stand up. Yeah, you? we'll stick Frankie <laughs> in a corner. Buddy said we'll light him on fire. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I'll cover the Black Sabbath song and just play the same three notes. Duh, duh, yeah. duh. Like, and- it sounded like Star Wars to me. There you go. Dude, you could put this together. You're a talented motherfucker. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, thank you. Make it thank happen. Yeah, uh, Yo, you remember uh, you know bands like Apocalyptica? Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw them recently. I saw they just played. Uh, they just played at so many show I missed. Sigur Ross apparently played tonight or tomorrow, last Shit, night or something. Sigur Ross is playing tonight. Apparently, they I sold out. Oh motherfucker! So you're that. fucking Captain Hot Top. You gotta fucking take a wait for you. I know they were just in. I think that oh, oh they're coming. Look, whatever. When we're done with this, look it up. All right, I will. I I, I, I only know them because of that one song that was featured on uh, Lords of Chaos. But, yeah. Um, but that looks like a great show. Oh, and uh, let's see. Come on, Cigaros. I'm pretty sure they're playing. Uh, tour dates and ticket information. I've never seen them before. North American. You know Cigaros? Nah. It's pretty fucking cool shit. Like I'm listening to all these fucking bands that you guys talk about. I didn't grow up listening to metal and shit, and I kind of wish I did. Oh, they're on the 14th, and there's still tickets available. 14th of what? 14th of June. Really? At that's the, at the King's Theater. Really? I've never been to the King's Theater. Oh, that's where I saw King Diamond. It is the most beautiful place to see a Isn't show. Isn't in Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, it's in Brooklyn. I saw two shows there. I saw King Diamond there, and I saw Evanescence That's a there. week from today. That's and next Tuesday. Yeah, and... Uh, 
It is. It's like a Baroque theater. Like, huh? I might have to go to that, dude. What's listen? What's cool about that though is you're not growing up listening to metal and stuff like that. It's like you know you can go backwards and just keep fucking listening to like the obscure like weird shit. Yeah, awesome. so that's why like I filter in like all like the old shit. Like I listen to Sepultura and shit. I'm not like super super into it, but right. I'm working my way backwards. I mostly listen to the shit that sounds like. A transformer fucking uh, a really hot chick. Yeah, like, uh, like it's bands that I listen to that because I'm a guitarist, I really want to hear that envelope pushed as far as like technique and shit like that. Like and a band like Animals and Leaders or something like that. Not even not? like for like Surreption, like bands that people don't even fucking know. See, about. I don't even know what Surreption. You would you would like Surreption? Yeah. yeah. You like, I just saw. Did you, were you did you see them uh, two weeks ago with Suffocation? No. But I see that they dropped a single, and I'm going to listen to that shit tonight. Oh yeah. But as uh, there's one song over there. That they made, they hadn't made a fucking track in years. But the last shit that I listened to, I think it was, was 2018, The King of Undisputed Nonsense. It's a fucking crazy song. But they're really, really talented guitarists. And like, as far as like writing and shit, I listen to bands that really, really deep on the writing and then really push the envelope as far as like guitar playing and musicians. And I just want that to influence what I'm doing or inspire like how I want to play and what I want to do. You got to be influenced by something, man. That's what you fucking uh, do. do. You, are you an Obscura fan? I'm not a fan, but I listen to because their shit is incredible. No, I know, I know. Like, and uh, know. are you an Arch Spire fan? Hell yeah! You guys sound like you're just making shit up. Yeah, right I know, now, I know. Man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that's Zenith. Arch, Arch Spire is <laughs> right now my new favorite death metal band. Uh, Zenith Passage. Are these Zenith all? Uh, are these all like progressive? Like prog metal, Archspire. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck nah, you fuck call no. Archspire. Yeah. Is like that is the most technically impressive musicianship I've seen in anything. See, is it boring stuff though? Like, is it nah, is it palatable? Play, can we play stuff on the podcast? Yeah. Is it palatable? A, a dark horizontal. Put yeah, that on. look up the song "A Dark Horizontal" by Archspire. It's like when you listen to it, it's like, wow, I can't do that, but these guys are really no, fucking. No, good. No, I got a question here. How do you spell that? Uh, Archspire. A R C H S P I R E. Archspire. Archspire. A dark horizon. And these guys are the funniest human beings. And he does ever. a shotgun lyrics. Oh, that's it with the. Uh, uh, oh, which one do you want to play here? Dark Horizontal know? is a good song. Um, maybe maybe Google that. Uh, type in that song as well. Dark Horizontal. Yeah. Don't tell them what to do, man. <laughs> there it is. There's the song. Right, here we go. Oh, that's. The, this isn't this is an art spire. This is the Coca Cola commercial. Yeah, it's Michelob Ultra. Yeah, um, we should get be getting paid for commercials, motherfucker. Oh, there we go. They should be paying us. Bass, like it's a guitar, like he actually like just hammer on on the bass. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking heavy shit. This album came out in 2017, but they put out a new album last year. Right. What do you think, guy? Uh, what do you think, there, uh, D? <sighs> <laughs> not, no, no I dig it, dude. I dig it, man. It's not something I would fucking, you know, go out and buy some, you know. But I mean, if it's on, I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. It's nah, fucking brutal shit. Definitely not what I listen to all the time. 
because it's, when you listen to that, it's really to like, wow, like every part of this is really, really advanced. But then there's other bands that aren't as like on that level. But I listen to like like fucking Whitechapel. All right, because I, I like Chapel. to hear a nasty fucking riff because that's how I play. Yeah, yeah. or uh, what's in it? like Lorna Shore, Shadow of Intent, uh, fucking Humanity's Last Breath. Yup. Alex is an, also an encyclopedia. That's what I'm saying, bro. They're both going at it like from <laughs> yeah. bah, 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 bah. Like, what the fuck? Alex knows the, like all genres of metal, and I'm sure most music. And like, I mean, you just know he's a knowledgeable kid. This guy. Well, I grew up like with you know music in my household. Yeah, so much. yeah Like yeah. the first, like my mom, my mom would show me like Whitney Houston and Barry White and like uh, ABBA. And my dad would show me like classic rock and all that shit, and my brother would show me like metal. So like nice. I just was surrounded by all of it. What's your first record? First record you bought with your own money that I bought with my own money. Yes, uh, I was nine, and it was Blink One Eighty Two self titled album. All right, um, I remember I got it at Tower Records. They were like on their last lease of life at that point. Wow, I miss record stores, man. I miss Tower Records. I miss Virgin Megastore. Yeah, yeah, that's the one place I actually fucking went to. Virgin Megastore, Virgin. and then because I was like fucking young, and so I couldn't really go anywhere, couldn't do shit. You went to the one in uh, Union Square. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. I met a fucking rapper there one day. Really, Bobby Valentino. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really care at the time. I'm like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, I miss it. There was, uh, you know, last there was a record. There's a record store in um, Baltimore. Uh, I was just stopped in Baltimore. There's a record store there, and it was cool going into a fucking record store you know what i mean like especially they got posters they got like fucking you know all sorts of shit i don't know man i miss that shit i'm an i'm an old school guy i still buy my shit on itunes yeah yeah i'm old school back in my day if you wanted the bonus track you had to buy the whole album old school uh uh, you know i'm so old school what did we used to have what was that uh tape thing that uh what are you talking the fucking cassettes yeah the cassettes you you could order like 25 of them for a nickel oh bm was that bmi bmg no 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 a track no a track i was a tracks a little before my time uh columbia house columbia house that was it yeah columbia house you ordered like fucking 20 cassettes for like a, a penny yeah and then you stuck with them for a while but it's funny when you got those cassettes like they were always the white ones that wasn't the clear ones that you would get but yeah i got a lot of shit from that but they had a ton of metal stuff i remember yeah. getting except and uh a ton of iron maiden stuff through there and yeah oh well speaking of fucking uh metal uh, uh, fucking R.I.P. fucking uh, Bon Jovi's fucking bass player. Oh, bass did he player. die? Really? Yeah. When that happened? I thought it was a former member who... Well, died. he's former. He's the original bass player. All the right. guy with the dreadlocks? No, 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 no. He was fucking from the 80s, bro. You had the fucking teased hair with them and all that shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. That fucking Jersey boy. Fucking Jersey. There you go. Fucking we've, guy. We've uh, lost a lot of good people in metal over the years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but the genre will never die. Fuck no, dude, and it's alive and what? And it's funny though, man. Like, listen, it's never going to be pop music. You know what I mean? And it shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't be, and it shouldn't be accepted into the mainstream like that. But it's it's cool seeing it pop out like every once in a while. Did you watch that um, that new show on Netflix? It was like uh, I don't have Netflix. Oh, uh, it's like it's a. Did you watch it? The metal show. The metal. The metal yeah. It was like a. I didn't. You know, people were like, oh man, it was great. It, it was, was cool. It was all right. It was cool. It was all right. Yeah. It was a little cheesy. But you know what? Like, if you look at it this way, like, I think, you know, you're right. It'll never be. I think metal, though, is in, like, some of the best, like, hands it's ever been. And, like, you, you're having a lot of metal movies being made. Yeah. You're having, like, 
death metal bands are like underground superstars now. Fucking dude from Stranger Things has a Dio patch on his back. It's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, you see all these celebrities who are like big into metal and emo right now. Like Billie like, Eilish's favorite band is Typo Negative. Like the Kardashians, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's rocking a cannibal corpse shirt. Uh, she's, there's a picture of Kim Kardashian in a Morbid Angel shirt. Yeah, well, because what's his name? Uh, Travis, your buddy there yeah. now, is, is um, dating her. So. Yeah, his husband now, bro. Isn't they, are they husband and wife? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, but Travis has been around the world and back and in many women and back. So Yeah, and, and well, I mean, he's got quality now. Except, like, <laughs> uh, Kim is definitely the hottest one. It was so fucking funny. No way. Really? No her, way. Her face, Fuck, Travis yeah. Got, Travis got her the face best looks one. Like, her face looks like a foot. Dude, you're fucking <laughs> out of your mind. I, I walked in the other day, and Diane was on the couch watching the fucking Kardashians. And I sat, I'm like, are you fucking, I'm like, who are you? Are you really watching the fucking Kardashians? I got home and I sat down and like, you know, all the girls were on there. And I'm, she's too perfect though. I mean, flawless looking. Absolutely flawless. Probably looking. take off the clothes and say, bleh, bleh. Uh, no way, dude. That shit is tight like a motherfucker. Uh, a lot of those ladies are like, uh, when you look at a hamburger in a McDonald's commercial, it's plump and juicy on yeah. TV, but then you get it in person and it's like all saggy and sour. He's got a point. You're He's got a point. I bet that, got a shit, point, man. that shit looks fun. That, I bet it tastes delicious. I bet it's fucking... <laughs> It tastes just like it's amazing. Call up Pete Davidson and ask him how it tastes. Props to Pete Davidson. You know what I mean? Like little boy from that dude is a cougar magnet. He was like in a relationship with like Kate Beckinsale, and she's like twenty five years older than him. He's the the new Ashton Kutcher, bro. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher was dating what's her name? Uh, Myla Kunis. Yeah, Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Myla Kunis as well. But uh, he's he's married to Myla Kunis now. All right. I I love the butterfly effect. That's an unpopular opinion, but the butterfly effect is one of my favorite movies of all time. That was a good movie. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Part two sucked ass, but that was well. Weird. Yeah, well, they make sequels to everything nowadays. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they like make a sequel to Schindler's List. Listen, you know what well, I mean? Like, I, uh, well, they're doing that '90s show. <laughs> that '90s show's coming on. I heard they're doing a '90s yep. show. I would watch. I would watch. Everybody that. but Hyde. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he's fucking nice. I was like four or five chicks came out and said he fucking raped them. So. Uh, what's his name? Just got in trouble too. The kid from the Wonder Years. Ted, Which one? Uh, Fred Savage. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, apparently there's a, I don't. I haven't watched it, but there's a new one to years out right now that's like, um, and and apparently Fred Savage was like a producer on it or maybe had yeah. an appearance, but yeah, he just got booted off of fucking- What the uh, fuck did he a, do? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't oh, fucking know. shit. You know, listen, I don't go into details with these articles. I just read the headlines. You know what I mean? That's how I get, that's how I get <laughs> as, my fucking- as, as every, as every uh, man thirsty for knowledge should. Yes, Exactly. exactly. You know, that, that's how you read the metal news on here. It's just Frankie going, all right, so uh, Tim Lambesis of As I Lay Dying is uh, I don't married l- the third time. When you listen to Frankie, you don't learn a fucking thing. You actually yeah. decrease in ba- brain cells. Well, because he mispronounces every fucking name. Uh, uh, I think it's an act, bro. I really think it's an act. Yeah, oh, you think he's really a I genius? I think it's a fucking act, you man. Frankie should get his own talk show. He really should. Should I, he, though? Yeah. You, you, Yo, you, two, you, you two are like... Need to have a sitcom. Listen, if you want to come in here every day and listen to Frankie go and go, he doesn't listen. It was funny because it was actually nice that he was sick today. I got here nice and early this morning. I've been here since nine o'clock, and fucking, I actually like got all my paperwork done and stuff. I didn't have ba 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 like I mean all day fucking long. It's all day long. It's nonstop. So, but yeah. you, but you gotta look at it like this, man. That's fucking you're Dracula and that's your Igor, bro. That is. You know? <laughs> 
Me and Frankie could have a sitcom. Yeah, I, could. I could just picture an episode where like you two are robbing a bank one day, and Frankie's like just talking to all the hostages, being like, "Listen, we just need the money. Listen, listen. Back in my early days, I was part of an armed robbery. I was in your position as well. And you know, you get over it. You get over it. You're, you're going to have a story to tell your kids one day. And just blast somebody with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I said, "Don't fucking move." That'll be, that'll, that'll be like that in scene. The bunny suit. It'll be like that scene from Falling Down where he holds up the fast food restaurant. <laughs> fucking Frankie. I got so many Frankie stories. It's fucking great. He said every day he, he should have a TV show. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a franchise waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Put a couch on stage, bro, and just bring in fucking people. Fucking have Frankie in. You know what? Have, I'll do that it, piano it, show if nah, Frankie if opens a, up for me. If we no. put a couch on a stage and somebody walks back in and Frankie is here, they're not going to know what they're walking <laughs> no. in. And you need to, you know, Frankie needs a wrangler. You know what I mean? As Jamal saw when he had to bring Frankie yeah. up to go hand out flies, Frankie needs a wrangler. You just let Frankie off doing his own thing. It's you know what I mean. It's it's a little chaos, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe me and Frankie will get a TV show someday. And you know, it was funny too because and then I was like, oh, at one point, I had to go run some errands, and I'm like, ah oh, man, I don't have Frankie to run my errands with me today. You know, I probably got him done a half hour quicker than if fucking Frankie was with me because. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit, my day has been going so smooth today. Yeah, it's, it's almost too good to be true. Yeah. yeah he needs one of those leashes that, like, parents be putting on their kids like, if they walk too far. Just, I, I don't oh, fucking yeah. tell <laughs> Yeah, he does need one of those. I, I'm not a parent, so maybe I'm not in a position, but... I think if you do that with your kid, that's just fucking degrading. Uh, one of my, one it's of like my walking a dog, man. Listen, fuck you. One of the first memories I've had as have as a kid is being tied to a tree. Um, <laughs> I remember we had a, <laughs> not like fucking strapped to a tree. Oh Sorry, I have a I have a great 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 grandfather that remembers that too. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was fucked up, bro. Oh man, I'm hanging out with Josh too yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> But yo, oh, oh, <laughs> that was hot. He said it. Yeah, bro. he said it. He said it. But yeah, I remember like my parents tied me to. We had a sleepy, uh, sleepy. Uh, what the fuck are those trees? Whatever. Oh, weeping willow. Weeping willow in my backyard, and uh, and I was my first memories as a kid. I was tied to that tree, and I could only go so far. So who the fuck did that to you? I wouldn't mind. Fucked I wouldn't up. mind. I wouldn't mind being Mama Blanchard. Seventies. It was the seventies, bro. Oh, I wouldn't mind being tied to a leash right now if you know the right girl was doing it. But like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you heard it, ladies out there. He wants to be tied to a leash by and one of you. And hope you got a big old strap well, on. For you know guys. what? I, we talk about new metal. You know, I like to feel like a freak on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good with those one-liners, man. Uh, I try. A. I try. Yeah. Well, Alex, we have no heavy metal news for you to read for fucking Frankie. So <laughs> better off. We don't want to get Frank. We don't want to give Frankie's job away. You know what I mean? I, I totally understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nobody does it better than him anyway. So. No, exactly. I mean, in homage to Frankie, can you just say one thing, uh, Alex? Just say "womb raider" one time. <laughs> oh, womb raider. <laughs> yeah, say "womb raider" to Frankie. He'll love it. Womb raider. <laughs> <laughs> just like. That. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's well, Brad Pitt's new name. Yeah. Womb raider. The womb, womb raider. raider. Ugh. I mean, <laughs> I find it hard to believe that Brad, uh, Brad Pitt. We were just talking about it, he's yeah. always a uh, that he's always portrayed as a Nazi hater because he looks like Hitler's dream. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, he loves chicks with no big tits and big thighs. Listen, I love fucking uh, what's her name too. You're in this Jennifer Aniston shit, man. Yeah, well, listen. God. We have some different tastes there, me and you, Dean. I fucking know where you've seen her, bro. <laughs> listen, listen my, my dream girl is Shirley Manson, so. 
Shirley Manson. Yeah. Who the fuck is Shirley Manson? Bitch, Singer the bitch from fucking um, garbage. Yeah. Don't call her a bitch. Uh, that's, oh, my, yeah. that's my generation <laughs> tone of how we talk about women. Those yeah. bitches. Yeah. Oh man, the, the, I think I'm paranoid is my favorite song of all time. And when I first heard that song, I just fell in love. And like, I was a, I was a very underrated band. Very yeah. Underrated garbage. Band. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they made a behind the music documentary on them. They did one. Yeah. They weren't underrated, dude. They fucking killed it. Yeah, they but I mean, come it. on. But I mean, not nobody puts them on that fucking, on the, you know, on the okay. echelons they deserve. But one know? of their members produced Nirvana's Nevermind, so money yeah. was never an issue, I don't exactly. think. Exactly. So. Yeah, they were kind of, weren't they kind he, of a, He took his points on that album. Yeah. Weren't they kind of a put-together band, like... Uh, yeah, Butch, Butch, their Butch singer, their, Shirley used to sing, sing in a band called, like, Goodbye, Mr. McKenzie, and then I think, uh, what's the fucking producer of oh, Nevermind? Butch Vig. Butch Vig. I think he, like, was supposed to produce that. That was his and, brain, that was his brainchild yeah. garbage, you know? Yeah. It was so. two producers and fucking Shirley Manson, and they got some other two fucking guys to fucking jump on bass and drums. Yeah. Know? That's all it was. I don't know. They made fucking millions. You know, garbage. Millions. Yeah. Hey, their no, song. I, I have heard them. I have heard when them. their when their music is featured on rock band, they they're they're doing fine. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Lamb of God was on rock bands. So so was a lot of fucking bands. That's Sleep. a lot of fucking. Bands yeah, there's a lot of more. bands on it. Good for them. All right, we're gonna start wrapping it up. I gotta pee. It's my fucking time. My bladder's full again. Yeah, yeah, and I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, me too. All right, uh, D, plug your shit. Yeah, I remember, motherfuckers, tonight, tomorrow night, bro, I'm going to have fucking Jamal back on Front of Dungeon Podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be everywhere uh, 9.05, and don't forget to check out uh, whatever we feel on radio on Mondays, and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe everything on uh, L13SP everywhere. Well, actually, it's Lucky13SP everywhere. And, yeah, Captain Hot Topic, you're next. Uh, oh, oh, I plug my shit? Yeah, uh, man. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Unless you want me to plug your shit. <laughs> well, well, listen, I'm hungry right now, so if you buy me dinner, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you could uh, follow my artwork on Instagram, Alexander Haber. Uh, if you're interested in uh, collaborating or something, I respond to all my DMs on there. Uh, follow Heavy New York on Facebook. We are coming back. We will come back, and we'll come back stronger than ever. Uh, in the meantime, subscribe to the Heavy New York uh, YouTube channel. That's the best place, and uh, keep it fucking metal. Fuck yeah. You, sir. Big J from around the way. Uh, Still uh, cowboy from hell underscore 13 on Instagram. And also, you can find me on fucking Spotify uh, because everybody always asks about the music that I play here. I have a million different playlists, but the ones that I mainly use when I'm working is on Spotify at They Call Me Mustang. Uh, And there's like a Lucky 13 podcast and all. Dick called Mustang? That's what they call me. Yeah. (laughs) 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 All right, fellas. We will talk to you guys next week. Thank you, Alex. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Peace out. Peace out. Yeah.